We are always waiting on something. The sun to come out, the rain to ease the drought, the red light to change, our delayed flight to board. We anxiously wait on the FedEx two-day shipping to promise its delivery, the test to tell us if we've worked hard enough to be successful. We wait on others to email us back, call us back, text us back, sign the form, pay us the money. Then there are waiting phases that are a bit heavier to face. We haven't met our better half, our unborn child, or biological family. The job promotion or record deal we dream of hasn't become reality. An undefinable ailment comes along and we wait on the test results, the medicine to kick in, or the harsh truth that we may have to readjust our living habits. And all the while, everything we wait for, even the waiting itself, has a beginning and an ending. So what are we clinging to in the middle of it all? What do we hold close that keeps us from facing the fear that our own control can't change the present? The clock is predictable, but our lives are not, and that keeps us up at night. In the waiting, we find out how strong we are and what it means to be content and at peace with the written page in front of us. The short narrative you just heard was written by a frustrated mess of a person on Sunday, March 12th, 2017. From the outside, no one would ever know that I was in a creative and emotional rut as a result of personal hardships and financial stress. It seemed life wasn't giving me a break and peace had yet to knock on my door. And I felt guilty that I wasn't truly content. That morning, I came to terms with the fact that I hadn't tapped into the best solution for handling my unrest. There had to be an outlet I could practice that would calm my spirit and allow me to see God work in areas I hadn't seen Him work in a very long time. I wanted to know He was going to show up, that He had already shown up, in ways I had not yet imagined. So I began to think about my friends and family and the times we talked about our highs and lows. I wondered what they turned to in their times of waiting and how I could shed light on a topic that people don't typically discuss in depth. As a result, I came up with this idea out of nothing called The Waiting Room. I spent the following months interviewing close friends, mentors, and family about the waiting that comes with finding love, enduring health issues, seeking identity in our success, starting a family, and so on. This series was recorded in their kitchens, living rooms, and places of work. They are conversations about embracing what it means to not know and dealing with loss, change we didn't wish for, and self-doubt. We talk about learning to ride the current of life and fighting our instinct to resist what feels uncomfortable. It's the porch conversations, phone calls, and social gatherings where I've met people just like me who are waiting on something, if not multiple things. One year later, I am launching one of the most personal projects I have ever worked on, and it has been on my heart and mind nearly every day since that Sunday morning last year. What I learned while living out my waiting faces while simultaneously working on a project about waiting with purpose is that facing the problem at its core and not wrapping a ribbon around how difficult times can be allow us to feel less alone when we don't think change is possible. In a cathartic way, this project encouraged me to match my stride with patience and accept that peace was a choice, a free choice. So now that you've heard the backstory of The Waiting Room, here's what you can expect over the next few weeks. Subscribe to The Waiting Room on Apple Podcasts to be notified when the latest episode is live. You can sign up for updates on new episodes and weekly inspiration at libbyolerich.com slash The Waiting Room. Every Sunday starting May 6th, I'll release a new episode featuring people just like you from all walks of life who've taken their turn in The Waiting Room. Their stories are still coming into full bloom as we speak, and I hope you'll find grace for yourself through their words of comfort and honesty. Take a seat. Take heart. Welcome to The Waiting Room. I think you don't know the gift of like a moment without waiting for it a lot of times.
I always knew that through all the no's that there was a yes coming. I just didn't know when no that way. was. So I was just willing to wait for it. As a classically trained musician, one thing I was aware of was my own limitation. It was hard and I knew how far I had to go. If you live in the past, you're depressed. If you live in the future, you're anxious. If you live today, you're at peace. The Waiting Room was mixed and mastered by Justin Klump of Podcast Music and Sound. Justin also composed the official theme music for the series. Artwork was designed by Becca Cunningham of Cunning Co. Illustrated Stationery, Gifts, and Custom Design out of Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you both for contributing your talents to the overall vision of this very special project. And lastly, thank you, thank you, thank you to the following friends and family who graciously shared your stories with me. Anya McIntosh, Lindsey Gum, Chris Kinney, Nick Burnett, Dr. Sybil Brown, Jamie Floyd, Lee and Jana Miller, and my wonderful parents, Ted and Carla Ulrich. The waiting room would have not come together without you.